down and tell the people about the musical days coming your way. This station rules the nation with version. Greetings. Glory to word. Glory to power. Glory to sound. Glory to the Holy Mother, the Holy Father, the Holy Son. Heat, air, and water. One in three, three in one. O eternal Father, creator, sustainer of life, we give thanks for the moment as we gather before thee. We know thou art the maker of our hearts and our souls. You're the one who caused us to come into being. As I and I gather here today, Ja, we just ask that you be with us, guide us, protect us, and strengthen us. Bless this work that we send out to the world, to the four corners of the earth, the north, the south, the east, and the west. May thy name be glorified and magnified. Ja! Rastafari! Emperor Elias the first. Jesus Christ, Yahweh, I am that I am, ever living, ever faithful, ever sure. Jah This poem shall speak of the wretched sea that washed ships to these shores, of mothers crying for their young, swallowed up by the sea. This poem shall say nothing new. This poem shall speak of time, time unlimited, time undefined. This poem shall call names. Names like Lumumba, Kenyatta, Nkrumah, Hannibal, Atherton, Malcolm, Garvey, Haile Selassie. This poem is vexed about apartheid, racism, fascism, the Ku Klux Klan, riots in Brixton, Atlanta, Jim Jones. This poem is revolting against first world, second world, third world, division, man-made decision. This poem is like all the rest. This poem will not be amongst great literary works, will not be recited by poetry enthusiasts. It will not be quoted by politicians or men of religions. This poem is knives, bombs, guns, blood, fire, blazing for freedom. Yes, this poem is a drum, a shanty, ma ma, hibo, yoruba, nayabingi warriors, yohuro, yohuro, namibia, yohuro, yohuro sweto, yohuro Africa. This poem will not change things. This poem need to be changed. This poem is a rebirth of a people, arising, awaking, understanding. This poem speaks, is speaking, I've spoken. This poem shall continue even when poets have stopped writing. This poem shall survive you, me. It shall linger in history, in your mind, in time, forever. This poem is time, only time will tell. This poem is still not written. This poem has no point. This poem is just a part of the story. His story, her story, our story. The story still untold. This poem is now ringing, talking, irritating, making you want to stop it. But this poem will not stop. This poem is long, cannot be short. This poem cannot be tamed, cannot be blamed. The story is still not told about this poem. This poem is old, new. This poem was copied from the Bible, your prayer book, Playboy magazines, the New York Times, Reader's Digest, the CIA files, the KGB files. This poem is no secret. This poem shall be called boring, stupid, senseless. 
This poem is watching you trying to make sense from this poem. This poem is messing up your brains, making you want to stop listening to this poem. But you shall not stop listening to this poem. You need to know what will be said next in this poem. This poem shall disappoint you because this poem is to be continued in your mind, in your mind, in your mind, in your mind. They tried to fool the whole population by telling us Jaja dead. Say them tried to fool the whole population by telling us Jaja dead. I and I knows that. Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead, oh, no, Jano dead. My knowledge increase, my memory reflect, Marcus Garvey did say. A rumor, 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 rumor. Old Marcus said, Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead. No, Chad, no It was I, man, who said I'd screen and gold, it's the rainbow. The lion, the lion did crown the king. The lion, the lion did crown the king. In Addis Ababa, Africa, Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead, Jano dead. No, meet me at the bank of the beautiful river when your journey has ended. I and I will discuss about this matter. Jano dead, Jano dead. Greetings in the name of His Majesty Emperor Aislasai, Shah Rastafari, ever living, ever faithful, ever sure, Selassie the first. Yeah. Yeah. Rastafari, ever living. Rastafari, you're listening to your sound. Don't touch the dial, listening to your sound. It's reggaeton. 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 
Greetings. You're listening to Yard Sound. This is your host, Russ Charles. Every Wednesday, broadcasting from Palmar College on 1320 AM. You can listen live at yardsound.com. And if you have Cox Cable, you can dial 957 on your television set. If you listen for the first time, I really want to thank you for listening. And as usual, we always have some special guests each week. And we try to do as much as we can as possible. This radio station or this radio program is for everybody. And your participation is most welcome. Three things matter the most in life. Wisdom. To understand what life is all about and how you fit in and set your priority. Compassion, showing feeling and respect for others. And joy. It, wisdom enables a person to find inner contentment that leads to the outer expression of happiness. It is possible to get along with very few material comfort. But if you can overcome the materialism and find the depth of oneself, wisdom will guide you in the way that you seek or you think you'll never know. Patience is also another thing that one should also look at. Patience is a great, great virtue, especially in the situation beyond your control. One might as well enjoy the situation instead of getting upset about it. In anything one do in life, the more you give, is the more one will receive. And sometimes you get even more abundantly. Resilience is important. Knowing how much you can endure. And stretching that boundary further and further. Learn to go with the flow. Knowing that everything happens for a reason. And at the right time. Even if we do not immediately understand why these things happen. Accept what you have in life. And you must always enjoy it. The rhythm of nature are all around us. We can see them in our own backyard. If we simply take the time to look. This is something that I received from a friend. BB in Louisiana. And I hope whatever I share with anyone. And if you have a comment. And if you have anything that you'd like to contribute to this radio station, you can give us a call at 760-736-8375. And later on, we'll be having a gentleman coming in and talk about some poetry that he read or he wrote. And I will choose some and then maybe I'll just ask him the reason why I write it. And there's a lot of people out there who can write and do many things. But it seems like society pushed them to a point to let them feel like they have to get to a certain point to feel like what they're writing and what they're doing is important. Everybody is a hero and everybody is a shero. You don't need anyone to give you a recognition or a certificate or a diploma to tell you that, yes, you made it to be this. Nature produced the greatest thing by its simplest means. And many a times is a simplicity that we sometimes forget. And that is what allows us to be an enormous person. When you think about a pond, 
Have you ever wondered how big a ripple can become? And a ripple begins with just one drop of water. And you see how it just keep going and going and it will go until it end, get to the end of the pond. Some people are like a ripple. They're only waiting to drop in that water. Many a times you have to find that water. You'll only see the ripple if the water is calm. If it's rough, you may not see it, but it will still be there. If you think you're a ripple and you have something to spread, find the water. You listen to Yard Sound. This is your host, Russ Charles. Don't touch that dial. It's reggae time. Like a fugitive, I've been running for my life, and I don't know what I've done. I've been searching for a place in time called justice, like a
just get the end of one. There's a fear of And if you remember Goliath, then you got to know David. Oh, we survive. See, you survive. Come together, my virgins. Come together. And you say, whoa. Let us get me on the wall. We celebrate your victory. And turn the wheels of justice. Oh, we survive. See you survive. Come together. You say, whoa. Let us get beyond the wall. Hearts of this generation make a change. Faith without work is no strength at all. Come together, my birds. So keep on, Come keep together, on, my keep on coming. Let all minorities unite to a majority of substance and truth.
which makes it free this week by men who dance around the law with their tongues sticking out, sticking out.
Mountains. As I'm listening to some Lucky Doobie. And the first set of songs I was playing is from an artist named Errol Blackwood. And as I was talking about things to do with conscience and materialistic things and everybody know even if you're not a sport fan but one of the biggest game which is soccer we call it football will be playing in South Africa starting next month and with all what is happening in Africa I was watching a little program last night and in South Africa there are some just a couple miles out of the city of South Africa. They were showing you how they were moving the people because they didn't want people to come to South Africa and see how they live. And the stadium that they built in South Africa just for this event cost so much millions of dollars and the people are still living in the slums from the day of apartheid if you really don't know what apartheid is if you send me a request we can talk about it another time because that's a whole show and i think apartheid is just as equal as slavery and i would like to emphasize this that when we talk about anything on this radio it's an open conversation about righteousness and truth and liberty because even if we mention certain things it's a reality that we have to face and we don't have any animosity against anyone of color or creed or ethnicity if you're unrighteous then you're unrighteous and if you're righteous you are righteous and every man should strive towards righteousness because mankind was born to serve but many people serve the wrong thing and how can one determine what is right and what is wrong but the conscience what we have sometimes create a conflict within people's hearts and in their mind and sometimes it allows people to become greedy Whenever conflict arises between material and spiritual value, the conscience plays an important role. And anyone who suffers from a guilty conscience is never really free from that problem until they make peace with himself or herself and his conscience. Discipline of the mind is a basic ingredient of genuine mortality. And therefore, of spiritual strength that one can only acquire by discipline. Spiritual power is the eternal guide. It is this life and in the life after. For man given the supreme among all creatures. No one should question the fate of others. For no human being can judge the way of the Almighty God. And with all what is happening in South Africa, if we can even utilize this soccer event to bring a unification, 
to bring people to a point in life where they can see things and because the only thing that can really bring mankind together is unity unity of mankind and unity of self because Gandhi said something to believe in something and don't live it is dishonest you must be the change you want to see in this world but many people seem to be afraid of that kind of event fear is one thing that cripples people and like Lucky Doobie said in one of his songs, you're living in a concrete jungle. You used to listen to the birds sing, but now everything changes. And the only thing that can bring mankind together is unity. You listen to yard sound. Don't touch that dial. It is reggae time. Everybody's music, Rasta. Just a man to run wire fence like me always, you know, have a little thing when I run from Diary FM. 
So as a man no partial in a now, you know. So if it's black people's music, it's everybody's music because it's the music where lead God's children in the parts of righteousness. And God's children is not only black man. You see me not come to preach color and 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 and, and kill color. If, if, you know you know you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. of all people. And your mercy is everlasting. And and, and and white people do wrong and black people do wrong and, and, and Jamaican do wrong and people of us so do wrong and people yes so do right and people of us so do right and white people do right and black people do right. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And at the vibe of me have it, man, I want footstep me for line and I say last year I footstep in. Because the last year the only man when I make mistake and country. You know what I say? Mm-hmm. And when I drop young pan one, but me just I like say it like how we feel it and, and know say it This generation Rules the nation with version. One, two, three. Tomorrow you're buried in the casket 
talking about rat race like I was mentioning earlier about the whole World Cup what is happening in Africa and how the struggle has been still going on and you wonder how can these things been happening and many times when I have some reason with some people a few you want to, they want to know what can be done but the only time that anything can be done people have to unite and if you have to start with Africa, then that's how it has to start. If it has to start with yourself, there's one ripple of oneself. Once it starts to spread, it will reach the bank. 
of the pond or the ocean or wherever. Because, you see, we are all creatures of habits. And habit is a function of our subconscious mind. We learn to swim, we ride a bicycle, we drive, we do everything. And sometimes the consciousness of that subconscious state of mind that allows us sometimes just to do things and people say, wow, you're a natural. But habit is a cable. And if you weave a thread of it each day, it becomes so strong that you can't break it. And if we cultivate good habits, we don't have to go through all this rat race. Africa can unite. But in the same time, with all that rat race, we still have to survive. You listen to Yard Sound. Don't touch that dial. It is reggae time.
your cultural needs from books clothing music sense even to bob marley just to mention a few come to earth culture store located in oceanside california root, nutty, root. if you can come to earth culture we'll bring earth culture to you so visit us on the web at earthcultureroots.com or call us at 760-721-4434. And remember, if you keep on doing what you've always done, you keep on being what you've always been. Do the right thing. Rastafari. a taste of the Caribbean at Yard Caribbean Market located in Oceanside, California for all your Caribbean food, spices, drinks and goodies come taste some of the best patties, tarts and cocoa bread and for all you idle people we have some of the best roots and natural drink from herbs, tea and more you can find us on the web at Yard Caribbean Market or you can call us at 760-721-2653 so come, get all you can, and... Be up yourself, and don't be no dread.
Fighting for your right doesn't mean you have to go and fight with a lot of ammunitions. Because a lot of times when people talk about fight, the first thing comes to their mind because we're living in a in this day and age when everything is about war and indiscipline and injustice and unrighteousness. So the minute one a person talk about fight, when you talk when you look at Mahatma Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi bring the British to their knee in India without even throwing a stone. And there's many more people that does the same thing. So fighting for your right, you have to first determine what is right. Not only what you think is right, just for your own benefit. You have to fight for your right. But at the same time, you know, fighting for something, you have to learn to chase some of those crazy things. Chasing those crazy people out of town is not only out of town, but you want to chase them out of your mind and your thoughts. And it's not an easy thing to do because you have some people who are there like... It's like I talked earlier on about forgiveness, like Gandhi says, you know what I mean? To forgive. If you, if you, forgiveness is kind of like a hard thing for human being because I will mention this. You see, Superman... Unless we have that Superman syndrome, you know, no matter what you do to Superman, when the time comes for him to do something, he's going to do it. Go into the telephone booth, change off his clothes and save the world and come back. People in the comic books used to see people used to break his glass or throw water at him or something and push him aside and he would just be so humble. That's the humbleness that allows you to when you create a fight is a fight that you always achieve within yourself because people doesn't know the multitude of strength and respect and honor and liberty that you have and when you have those things and they found out who you really are sometimes they want to apologize and don't know how sometimes they want to kiss your feet even when it's dirty and don't even know how but anything that we do is how we do it so if you have to chase some of these people out of town and remember to believe in something and don't live it is dishonest sensei live what you believe in and it will come you listen to your sound don't touch that dial it is reggae time Just those crazy ballets out of 
build your penitentiaries, we build your schools, brainwash education, to make us the fools, hatred you reward for our love, telling us of your God above, we gonna chase those crazy, chase those crazy bumpers. Chase those crazy bullets out of a yard. When you chase those crazy ballad, you mustn't feel guilty. Because when your conscience is clear, there's no need for you to feel guilty. Let the guiltiness rest on the other people's conscience. You listen to Yard Sound. Don't touch that dial. Every Wednesday from 7 until 10, broadcasting from Palomar College and 1320 a.m. You can listen live at Yard Sound. And in Cox Cable, you can dial 957. And if you want to, participate you can just give us a call or send us an email ross at yard sound i just go to yardsound.com and just tell us what you think sign the guest book tell us something you can be a silent partner you don't have to be vocal because silence is golden
Tell you what. They would do anything. Anything. To materialize their every wish. Oh, yeah. But whoa. Walter the down brother. They leave the bread of sorrow. Walter the down brother. They leave the bread of sorrow.
You know, somebody just called and wanted to request this one song. And since we're playing some Bob Marley, I want to fit it in there. Milton, this one is for you. You say this one song, No Woman to Cry. Bob Marley said, No Woman to Cry. And he says that Georgie would make the firelight of Logwood burning through the night. And we will cook cornmeal porridge, of which I'll share with you. My feet is my only carriage, of which I'll push on you. You see, one time before Bob Marley did get to a certain point in his music career, Bob Marley used to walk around and put his music on consignment in shops. Some of the shops never really want to take Bob Marley music at all. Bob Marley and his friends and a guy named Alan Cole that used to be his first manager, a good friend, used to sometimes they have to go to the, the radio DJs or this jacket they used to call them and used to demand for them to play the music or something else would happen. And when we talk about my feet is my carriage, Bob Marley used to walk with basically like cardboard in his shoes. And this is not something that I'm asking, it's what I'm telling you. We talk about Georgie. Georgie was a friend of his that used to be in Trenchtown in this place called Big Yard that he used to be at. And then used to, when you boil cornmeal porridge in the morning time and when you drink the cornmeal porridge and when you drink water, it used to fill you up. And Georgie was the one that used to make the firelight of Lagwood burning through the night when they used to chant and sing and reason and come to where it is. So this is a meaningful song. Just want to let you know. So this song is for Milton. You listen to Yard Sound. This is your host. Just like many, like we have a few listeners that sometimes want to know the history of things. And we were going to get in there. From time to time, we're just going to just choose some topics. And if you want to know something, you can send an email. Send it to the guest book. Just send a request. If I have it, it will be played.
You know, although we cooking Carmel porridge and chatting and comforting all the woman that is crying, we can still go downtown to see Miss Brown. Milton, that one is for you. I hope everybody else has enjoyed the music just as I am. And as always, we give thanks. You listen to Yard Sound. This is your host, Ross Charles. Just can't settle down 
right now, the difference in feelings. You know, right now, I'm going to raise it. Feel no difference. We just want to play good music and play good music. Mm-hmm. So we don't care which part of the music I play. Because it's not the, it's not the people that play, that play, that play music, you know. Yeah. What exactly is the point you want to get to in music? Well, the point is the fulfillment of revelation. And I'm on those says my work for God in Babylon. I really do what I do. But I find myself doing it and I can't stop it because greater power than the power I know of myself. Make I do it. to Yabiu. We had a, a guest one time that a girl, lady that went to Ethiopia and we had a little session with her about what was happening in Ethiopia and the importance of some things. And I think she was a little um, what you call has so much to say and she thought she was what you call pushing for time to say things but you just can only be free to say what you have to say because expression is the freedom of self and I think she'll be coming on later on maybe in just a minute but in the meantime just want to give you a little heads up so if you have something you'd like to contribute or say if you can't say it on the radio you can send me an email just anything because whatever you contribute is very important you listen to Yard Sound don't touch that dial it is reggae time
Canada is on the line and we're going to put her on and also we have a poet that we were talking about earlier on and he's in the studio live so after we talk to Rebecca from Canada regards to all the things that was happening in that she talk about happening in Ethiopia in 2012 then we'll talk to this poet because there's some very interesting thing in this book and I hope what I have to ask him is not too shy because he's in the studio but Let's talk to Rebecca first, and then we get to our next guest. And if you have any questions, you can give us a call at 760-736-8375. And if somebody can give us a call just to make sure this, the, the, the phone is working, that would be great. But I think it's working because I think our report is a little nervous because it was trying to call us and it never worked. But we will get to that point when we get there. But in the meantime, this is Rebecca. Greetings. Miss Rebecca, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, you can hear me? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. I can surely hear you. So you want to tell us what you've been telling us for a while and add something to what you've been talking about so people can really have some grip or have some better overstanding of what you were telling them because people seems to be a little what you call what the word I want to find skeptic about anything you tell them because there are some things that happening in this world today that if it doesn't come from authority if it doesn't come from scholar or if it doesn't come from people with all these different PhD people doesn't think it is not credible if it doesn't come from a certain spokesperson and and certain airwave or the media it is not credible if it's not doesn't if it doesn't take what you call by um a poll a certain number of polls that give a certain rating it doesn't credible but you know they say nature produced the greatest thing by its simplest mean and sometimes the simplest words sometimes it can hit you like a bomb so why don't you just tell the people what you want to continue about well, um, the Shama, actually, it's in 2011. You did say 2012. That would be a year too late. So um, it's in 2011. And, um, well, people are going to have to read their Bibles to understand about this. Um, it's not something that um, I could just tell them. They would have to look for themselves and find the answer. So you know, I've been reading a chapter a day for a while now, so I haven't even finished my Bible yet, but... Um, from what I've read and from the other bits and pieces that I read before, I started reading a chapter a day. 
it all makes perfect sense. And the fact of the person who's calling it um, is very important. Um, I told you the king is calling it, his imperial majesty, Zara Yaakob Haile Selassie. So people have to understand who that is. Um, a lot of people don't really know who that is. Um, he is the king of the 12 tribes of Israel, which certain people don't accept who are even in the 12 tribes of Israel. They why is that? So, sorry, why why don't people accept it? Yes. Well, there's um, people who are in the 12 tribes who don't want to deal with truth and rights. They want to keep money for themselves and um, lead the sheep astray kind of a thing. They're not working for the Almighty. But all, all, what are all the Rastafarian um, sectors? You have the Bobadred, you have the Nyabingi, you have the Twelve Tribe. They seem to be a little more organized, you think? The Twelve Tribes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. They're definitely more organized. And anyways, um, I don't know about the other ones because I have like looked into them and everything, but what I've found is that the Twelve Tribes of Israel is the only... Uh, organization that says read your Bible a chapter a day and know the truth for yourself. Um, the other Rasta uh, groups, they don't always say the same thing and they don't always refer back to the Bible. So it's more of their own thing. And anyways, Selassie, he always told us to read our Bibles too, you know what I'm saying? So it just seems to make more sense. For 12 tribes, right? Were you in Ethiopia when they have that, that the 60th anniversary for Bob Marley in Ethiopia? Were you at a concert? Yeah, I was. You want to tell a little about how do you feel about it and do you see it in such a way as, as a concert or it was more of an impact towards humanity? Um, <laughs> well, it was different being there for that. Uh, a lot of people, I don't think... I don't know what to really say about that, to tell you the truth. It was um, kind of crazy and... Uh, crazy good or crazy bad? Both, but I don't know. It, was, it wasn't so great, to tell you the truth. Why were, is that? Um, because it wasn't... Like, they were promoting Bob Marley, and, you know, everybody loves Bob Marley, of course, and his message and everything like that, but... But they weren't really promoting it in the best way and thing. And why do you why do you feel that? Way. Why do you feel that? Why do I feel they weren't promoting his message in the best way? Mm -hmm. Because the people who were there were, were, didn't seem to understand anything that was being that should have been promoted. Do you get what I'm saying? Did you you think the people feel that way only because of your perspective, or you just you just um, you, could you see it or oh, identify it? I know it? that they mostly, you know, there was a lot of foreigners and stuff that came there. So and, I think it was uh, more like of a monetary thing as compared to like a a, a, a revolutionary thing? Uh, a what? You think it was more of a monetary thing as compared to a, a revolutionary thing? I don't really know what you mean by that, I'm sorry. Because when they promote the, the, the show, it was, do the people have to pay to come in and, and you know, make it like a big concert or it was like to to reach the people on a messaging because there's a no no that wasn't really to reach people i don't think i think it was all about making money and stuff like that and um, i don't know it was just more like uh yeah the ethiopians and stuff that were there i don't think many of them really got any kind of uh understanding about 
Bob Marley and who he who he was and what he stood for. And um, yeah, it was all about making money. And I don't know, even Bob Marley's family, like Rita Marley, was there for a while and promoting herself and thing like that. So <laughs> it was it was kind of a joke, to tell you the truth. It wasn't what it should have been. But there's a documentary that they have. Mm-hmm. There's a documentary that, and a documentary in terms of the people who are talking about certain things. They have some very powerful and strong messages. There was a documentary about it. Yeah, I never seen that, you know. But I was just there as a witness to everything that was going on, and all I saw was the way that the Ethiopians were reacting, and you know the way that the Rastas were acting and things like that. And I wasn't very impressed, so. But, you know, when you say that, you know, I mean, I don't think a lot of people that come from so far and go there and maybe they, they'll just react to the, the music. For me, sometimes I don't really judge things. But there are times when I go to certain, like, reggae, um, I won't say a part, like a reggae concert. Mm-hmm. And maybe because of the, the in-depthness that you take towards it or the way I was brought up to see it, it's a little different for me. But for some of these people who are new to it and catching on to it, they might just be doing it in the, the way best that they know. Because if they don't have enough teaching out there to really conduct them in, a, in, a, in the right manner, they will react or behave the way that they feel is necessary. Because truth yeah. comes in all different ways. I mean, oh, you hear yeah. some people talk about, you know, as they hear a reggae song, they talk about Bob Marley because Bob Marley was the first song that really captivated them. You know, if people talk about some other artists, maybe like Sizzler or a different thing, and you find that even the consciousness that they have in their music, even sometimes some of them, not all of them, kind of venture off to Australia. People seem to utilize those kind of music to sometimes to just use it to criticize them, but the, the powerfulness that they used to have before, they even get off to that point. You kind of have to hold on to that. And I always say to people, it is better sometimes you pay attention to the message and less emphasis on the messenger. Because if the messenger deceives you, after a while the message won't be very impactful as it True. was from the first. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, man, for real, for real. So this person you're talking about, does he relate to Isla Selassie? Uh, you mean the king? Yes. Of course. Okay. So, but a lot of people don't seem to know about him, and why is that? Because you think that when they were trying to eliminate the family, he maybe go underground and didn't want to come public or something? Um, well, you know what I think it is? I think the people that are supposed to be promoting him are not promoting him. Instead, they're doing the opposite, which is trying to hide him, and that's not what they should be doing at all, because, well, like I said, their intentions aren't right. So, a few people who understand who he really is and have the heart and don't have the fear uh, are coming forward and trying to teach people about him. I'm going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be very blunt and very frank. Okay. You see, when people are searching for truth, it's just like there's a lot of... when you, It's just like when you see people, things that happen like with Jim Jones, that thing that happened in, in, in Guyana. You find a lot of religious cult sometimes have people become members and they do all kind of crazy thing that you wonder how people could really get caught up into these things. 
But I've learned something that a lot of times some of these cults they try to find the weaknesses of people and the needs that they want and they supply it. They give them things that they've never even think they could ever acquire. So people becomes loyal. And you find that no matter what you say against it, people will find a way to justify that whatever they believe or what they do is correct. I only say that to say this. Do you think that you only saying this because even trying to find the truth and sometimes you might be overshadowed by things that you never really pay attention to? I'm only saying this uh, about the king, you mean? Yes. Because I've been trying to find the truth. Mm -hmm. and You might see other things that relates to Rasta that sometimes you detest or you think that people should be a little more righteous but they doesn't really come out in that manner so sometimes you start to form your own opinion and that oh. is how mm, okay i get what you're saying well honestly um a lot of things have been revealed to me about the king and about the bible and about the times prophecy in ways very spiritual ways that i can't deny so I have no doubt about anything that I say right now. And yeah, I have been on a search for the truth, and I've seen a lot of different vibes from Rasta and whatever, whatever, but um, this is the last days, and I'm just one of the people who has been elected to know certain things. It's you know, you know, one thing you have to learn to try to say, you have to say from people, because you say Rasta, uh -huh. Rasta is a concept. You know what I mean? And, and when one people live Rasta, I mean, if other people who claim to be, and if they're not, you cannot really try to utilize who is a Rasta and, and who is not a Rasta based by saying that. Mm -hmm. Because... I thought Rasta meant you follow Selassie. Yes, but, but a lot of people only claim to be. I mean, look at, look at, look at even from Marcus Garvey. You know, the people who deceive Marcus Garvey is his own. Mm -hmm. The people who betray Yahshua, which is Christ, yeah. is his own. Mm -hmm. The person who, who betray Gandhi is his own. For real. And you have to look at it that way. And so, the people who betrayed Selassie and the people who are betraying the king as well. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So you mm -hmm. sometimes you can't, you have to use the word people. Mm -hmm. Because it includes everybody. When you use the word Rasta, you can't, you, it's like you people on the outside who want to find something to denounce Rasta, mm -hmm. they can utilize it and say, you see how they're fighting against each other. Mm. So for me, I'm only suggesting that telling you it is always best to use the word people because it includes yeah, everybody. Sure. And the righteousness will always be and the unrighteousness will always be. Yeah, but sure. it will never overcome. Because, I mean, I know some people, you have a lot of people now, because remember, you know, some Rasta is, is a lot of people take the Rasta and, and dread up them here, and, and it's a fashion to them. Uh, and some people will cool. tell you that. Yeah, it, it means a lot of different things to a lot of people, but it's very simple because the name Rasta comes from Rastafari. Well, yes, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's very simple. If you just, like, find out who Selassie is... You'll understand who his grandson is and what we're supposed to be doing, those who follow him and claim to be Rasta. If somebody wants to be a, a true Rasta, how would you tell them to, what to be? Or how can you explain it in your own word? Well, start by reading the Bible a chapter a day and have an open mind. Uh, read as much about Selassie as you can and 
read about his grandson. I know there's not much information out there about him, but tried to find that out, and, and there's not much time left, so, you know, uh, God be with them. <laughs> I want you to hold that thought, yeah? All right. Don't touch the dial. You listen to yard sound. I can tell you, like Nasir said, the truth will reveal. And you can't hide it. You can no. never hide it. Just hopefully it won't be too late if you didn't find it first. Well, no matter what, you know, it's, like I said earlier on, you see the conscience of people's mind. Gandhi said, you know, you, can't, you, you have to believe in things. If you believe in something and you don't live up to it, you're being dishonest with yourself. You know what I mean? And you, and you have to live by that. Yeah. You know, so anything that you think is the truth. You see, if you look on the more critical part of things, sometimes you try to use it to judge the most righteous part of it also. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not something that you want to look at. Sometimes it's not good to ignore it because there's, 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 there's a side to everything. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you, when you, I mean, to really understand, to understand love, you have to have an idea what it is. Definitely. You know what I mean? And to, to, to really 
to really appreciate the level of gravity you have to <laughs> you have to see what the height look like because if you fall down you know exactly you know what I mean? And and the opposite of right is wrong and the opposite of love is hate. I, I believe definitely in that as well. It's very important to know who um, the enemy is. You know what I'm saying? Most people don't really know who and what the devil really is. So, you know what I'm saying? They just... Um, you see, they can't do because, they, you see, it, it, it's difficult for a lot of people nowadays because they're striving for things that is a mirage. And the, the more they strive for things, the, the, their satisfaction becomes non-satisfied. And they keep striving and striving and striving. And if you don't have a motive and you don't have a goal, I mean, you're just going to be like a like leaf just in the wind. Wherever the wind blows, that's where you go. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, no matter what it is, people, when, 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 when the earth gets into a very crisis stage, everybody search within themselves. They search for God in, in all various places. And one of the reasons why they keep searching and can't find no satisfaction because they don't know what they're looking for. Because everything that they look for is in the heart of all men. Yes. But you know, the only, the, one of the only things that can even solve this. Listen to this one song.
white, it ain't about black, it ain't about this, it ain't about that. See the reality and all the things that they claim is whack. Forget about all their temptations. Recognize these times, seeing us the revealing of revelation. Uh. His teachers and speeches, we gotta live it. His love and his blessings, yo, you know you can't test it. Living the life of Rasta, far right, ancient liberty, Christian, yo, Israel, lie, lie, lie. This rich and truth they stole from us and buried it. Look in the vault of the Vatican, you see it. Look over the evil fall to their knees. To the conquer, lie and just trample the beast. This is why we should research the truth. Miss Rebecca, yes. What can you tell about the king you're talking about in Ethiopia? Where can somebody find something? Where is there something out there that a person can? Because you know people are very skeptic when it comes to things. You know, every time, sometimes people ask me, "Who is Selassie?" Mm-hmm. You know what I ask them? Who do they think Selassie is? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, especially church people, they will criticize and the first thing they can ask me if Selassie is my God. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like it's a, they create more of a judgment kind of a thing. Because for one thing I can tell anybody, you see, what I know about Selassie, I know Selassie read his Bible and the way of how he lives and his teaching and there's nobody that can tell me what Celeste have ever done wrong. True. If a person can show me that, then I, I don't even know. I, I, like I said, I don't have words to describe it. Yeah. I, in, in that same documentary I was telling you about, you know, I heard Lauren Hill said something that the teaching of His Majesty and the way He lives and the things that He have done, it is beyond any human comprehension. So, if if there is a lineage from him, there has to be something that people can at least say, well, at least he's here. And they will maybe want to look more into things. Because remember, you know, the European society teach us certain way to believe in certain things. And sometimes, lie can become truth accepting because I've been told to us so many times. You can hear a song that you don't even like. But you hear so much time you find yourself start to sing it. Mm-hmm. So if there's not something there to clarify certain things for people, to give them an openness for them to seek, you know, sometimes you can't blame them. But at the same time, every man has a calling. And it depends on how you really accept and listen to that calling. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything you can say towards them, then that would be great. Well, I think anything you need to know about the king is found in the Bible. And um, if you... I think I even mentioned these verses last time, but I'll mention them again. Um, John 14 to 16 is speaking about Haile Selassie. And you know what I want you to do before you get... I want you to send me an email one time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it on the next program. And maybe if you send me some things, we can go over it step by step where you can be in depth because... There's, <clears throat> there's things that, 
you know, it it's just people all when people are seeking things, they want to know more. You know what I mean? You know, when you... Have you ever, like, real thirsty? And when you get something quenching to drink, even when you finish, you want to have more? Yes. Human being are like that. Yeah, that's why we're supposed to read a chapter a day, you know? But some people don't like to read. Some people like to more visual. They like to see things. Well, uh, I'm personally a person who doesn't like to read, but a chapter a day is the most thirst-quenching thing that I could really have in my life, you know what I'm saying? But you see, for you, and I'm not making excuses, but people need some kind of encouragement. Some people need something to strive on. Some people need something to really keep them going and going. You see, you, you when you, you say walking, what make walking become walking? When you put your right foot in front of the left and then the left in front of the right. Mm, and when you, you find that go, strive, right? exactly, you know what I mean? That is the point. Well... Um, I think that the times like themselves show us that we have to find something out if we don't know already and find out where we're going or else we're going to end up in the wrong place. Marcus Garvey said, if you don't know where you're you're coming from, you don't know where you're going and you don't know where you're at. Mm -hmm, True. So, um, anyways, I think a chapter a day is definitely enough motivation to keep a person... uh, walking (laughs) you know what i'm saying because once you go through that you're definitely going to know yourself in a different way when you finish that and you'll be able to understand um well whatever is revealed to you in it you know what i'm saying it's different for everybody but if you pray and you read it with an open mind and open heart then what you seek for you shall be given you know what i'm saying you will definitely find what you're looking for when you tell people about what you talking about going to be happening in Ethiopia. Does it have any comparison to what the the Mayans talk about? Uh, what do they talk about? The end of the world in 2012? Well, it's not. The world will never end. You see, people, you see, and that is what people talk about. I mean, the Mayans talk about all these different things that will happen. People look at it as the end of the world, but the world will never end. I don't know what they say, but do is it like a great tribulation type It's a thing? change. It's, it's going to be a change. Yeah, well, it definitely will be a change, and our Bibles tell us about that, you know what I mean? Like, because even the, the the calendar from the Mayans, it's just the same calendar as Ethiopia. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. Wow. So there is a lot of connection, and you have to also realize that the, the Africans and, and the Indians, they have similar things. There's a lot of pyramid that is in South America, just like in Egypt. The Africans and the, and the Indians, they worship with their drums and do ancestral, ancestral things, and they do same, similar things. Yeah, definitely. Well, technologies and knowledges were around from the beginning of time. Certain ones were from God, certain ones were not from God, so it's up to a one to understand about what is, and what is from God and what is not, but still, a lot of the knowledges um, that came from the devil can help us to understand how we can get to knowing You're right. what's going to happen in the future. I'm going to give you an example. Have you ever seen this movie called The God Must Be Crazy? Uh, I think so. With that little old man that was walking and he found this bottle? Yeah, 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 with the pygmies. With uh, the Coca-Cola, that little bottle. Yeah, I remember that movie. I did see You that. think about this. And I think I've mentioned it before. 
you see when they find that bottle all the bottle was you know what i mean he brought it home and the the things that they used to use and they were living in peace and in harmony sharing thing the minute he brought that bottle to his village everybody want to use that bottle so people was doing this and doing things until they start, everybody won, until they start to fight for it. Until they start to use it to hit each other and, and cause all kind of disruption. And you know what he did with that bottle? He took it and traveled to the ends of the herd to throw it away. <laughs> so it just tells you that even sometimes it's not, the, it's not the destructive things that is in place, you know. It's the mankind who utilize it in their own destructive effort. So is what people do is the greed. Like I said earlier on, men were born to worship. And sometimes they'll worship things that does not require worshiping. Mm-hmm. But they feel things. If, in, and when you look at this one movie, I can tell you with, um, what's his name? It's called Castaway with Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. When he was on that island, the only thing that he has to keep him going was that ball. And he draw a face. Sometimes you can find that people can go into the inner self and come out with something that can, and that ball kind of give him an inspiration to go on. Sometimes some people can create their own gods, but the things that is inside them is the, is the inborn concept that God has given to us because we're all a part of him. But sometimes some people don't want to acknowledge it from the inside. Mm-hmm. They want to acknowledge it from the things that they can maybe reach towards and it, until mankind can come to the full overstanding of that inborn concept, they'll never really come to grip with reality. And they keep going. You see, although we might be stepping forward, they might be walking, but they're always going backwards. For real. So, you have some things to give to me. You have some things to send to me, and we're going to do this again. All right. So you have any last thing you want to say? Um, yeah, uh, you know, I was just thinking about that Bob Marley thing that you were asking me about earlier. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I would say was really good about it was that they did hold it in Ethiopia. That's one thing that I respect because that's what Bob Marley definitely would have wanted, you know, to bring all eyes on Ethiopia. And a lot of foreigners came from all the different countries and gathered there, you know, it was kind of like a practice <laughs> for the real gathering, but, you know, like certain vibes and things like that I wasn't too impressed by, but that's, that's one thing that I should have mentioned that I was very impressed by. That was important, you know? Seek the good. Yeah. Don't let the, 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 the unrighteous things sometimes kind of create a blunder in your, in your pathway. True, true. So you have some things to send me, and in the meantime, between yeah. time, enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, then. And make sure you send it to me, because, you know, people are looking forward to it and all those scriptures that you have to send to me because we're going to go over it okay i did actually send you one email like after the last show i sent you an email you didn't get it i think i have one yes i did yeah it was explaining about the king and i put some bible verses and stuff i have it okay i have it all right well anything else uh i don't know what else um i'll try to don't try we want you to do forget the trying all right So, we will talk again. Okay. And you have the rest of the good evening and enjoy the show. Give thanks. Much love. Rastafari. Blessings. Blessings.
everything is everything. The youths love Rastafara, Emperor Selassie are the king. We see them try everything to scare the youths from loving the king. But everything is everything. The youths love Rastafara. We're talking about those who revive the king, who teach their children falsely about the king. Those who say Rasta are nothing good and persecute us when they never should. Yeah. It hurts them to see the children love Rasta. Some disown the children cause they live Rasta. Many know the truth, still they hesitate to free the soul and say Yo. the king is great. Traveling, traveling, traveling. I'm a traveling, oh. traveling. 
This is a hard question because a lot of people always ask me, you know, what's your mission statement for this book called Glassless Minds that I came up with a few, a few months ago? And the mission statement is there's no mission statement in a way. It's a book about, I guess in few words, it's about compassion and the compassion for the human spirit and the human heart and the oneness that um, Charles often talks about, you know, for the people, you know, by the people, of the people, people and for the people. It's called uh, Glassless Minds, and um, the basis of that is kind of the um, the, philosoph the philosophy pers of perspective. And I know everybody has heard, you know, you see the glass half empty or half full. You know, people ask themselves that kind of questions once things like, like the earth, once the earth starts shaking, you know, the, with the earthquakes, you know, when there's a pinnacle in your life, people ask that, you know, see things for the better, you know, don't see things... For the worse, you know. But a lot of people seems to are afraid of themselves. Oh. And a lot of people are afraid to look in the mirror. Oh, yes. And they sometimes, if they consider themselves as if you're looking about the glass, some people like to have their glass to be full. Oh, yes. But a lot of people try to figure what to put in there. Yes, and exactly. And that is kind of the basis of glassless minds. It's what is in the mind that matters you know what is what's in the glass what's in your heart what's in your soul what's what's the fundamentals of of any bible you're reading you know any story you're going to read any life you look at it's it's the substance within it so glassless minds kind of comes from see it without the glass you know no measurement you know no comparison like charles was talking about earlier you know who's to say something is right just because you know you heard it you know from someone with a phd or someone you know that is noted and credible you know it's not about that measurement you know if it speaks to you and it resonates within you then that is the truth right there it does not matter who wh who or wherever someone else says although we're talking about <clears throat> right things but some people things resonate people for them to do construct i mean destructive and wrong things oh yeah mo most definitely and that is something that you have to embrace too and a lot of times what why that is resonating why th wrong things resonate it's usually because if you take a good look at yourself and fundamentally why they're resonating usually it's it's because like you were saying it's because oh cuz someone told me that i should follow this what they're saying and all of a sudden it's not resonating because there's two there's that contrast between what you were taught and what you believe, you know, and what you actually know in, in your heart and in your mind. So even if, you know, these negative things do resonate within you sometimes, it's, it's see it without the glass Don't and, and embrace yourself and embrace it and submerge in it. And it'll, it'll, answers will come, you will see, you know, clear your mind, no measurement, and you'll start to see the glass either filling up, you know, as you can say, or getting lower. But it's not about, you know, the, all of the, the constant thought about it. It's more about... But if you, yeah. put, <clears throat> if, you put, if you put things that has any kind of residue in that glass, even when you finish... Have you, if when, you put a, when you drink a glass of water and you finish the water, the glass still clean. Mm. When you, drink, when you put, drink something from that glass that has any kind of a residue of sugar or anything it becomes dirty and if you leave it there it's stuck to the glass and a lot of times people doesn't seem to drink oh, yeah. clean water they drink something with residue 
and it seems like that residue acquire more things. Have you ever been eating certain things, sometimes chips, and as you eat the chips, you want to drink something, and it keep going on and on that you never want to stop, and the moment you drink some water, it seems like all of that kind of a taste bud seems yeah. to be just becomes neutralized. Yeah. You know, and I was reading the book, and there's there's I was looking at um, two and three, and two kind of it says love war and the cinema and it said there's far too much noise in the cinema even alone in the empty row nothing to battle but the silence of the actor what are they to seek or to project on the screen it is like war and when i kind of look at even number three i felt a goddess in my room last night i was surprised i let it out in a sigh my room felt warm and full of love i know it had to come and when i look at both of it it seemed like you're you're talking about a femininity of something or something to do with a sort of compassion or love or loneliness or or that kind of a thing because most a lot of times a people who write point poems especially <clears throat> you find especially women i can say the depth that they have, sometimes it comes from loneliness. Sometimes the people who write poems in a certain revolution manner is because they go through a struggling life that they want to embrace it or want to reveal it. Some people sing it, some people put it in painting. But for you, when you look at 2 and 3, and I didn't read everything for the people who are listening, so if you want to get a copy of this book, you can send me an email go to Ras at Yard Sound or just go to the website and send an email and an address or something or you can come to earthcultureroots.com and or the store and I can give you a copy. But you can answer the question. Uh, the funny thing about that is, Charles, is <clears throat> first of all, I want to say um, how you felt that instant connection with those two different pieces on page one and three. And something that I should also add about Glasses Minds that I didn't say is there are about nine authors in this book. So at the bottom, those are two people that have contributed to this first volume. So mm -hmm. that kind of, you know, I got kind of chills down my spine when you said that because that's almost the purpose of this book. You know, there's many authors that con that contributed in a time when when they were writing this down, you know, they were using the, the concept as the artist of a heal as a healer. You know, they were pouring their hearts and their words coming from, you know, the universe down through their heart up to their mind onto the paper right here. So I couldn't answer that because I didn't write those two. But, that's, but it inspires yeah, you but in some way. it inspires me, so it, they were in there and those people were inspired to write those. And that's another thing that is also open about Glasses Minds is it is open to everyone and anybody that would like to contribute to Volume 2, which should be coming out in July. And... And it's the same thing. Anything that comes from the heart that resonates within you from a good place, you know, a bad place. If people have written short stories after they've come from the hospital in here, you know, people have taken things from their diary, you know, people have just wrote things down, you know, when stuff comes to them. And, and that's that's the basis of, of the book that why it's comp uh, why it was compiled is to have that compassion for. You know, people you may not even know, and that's really—I I really love that you read those two. You know, that weren't mine, because it's—it's brilliant to me that you felt that connection. You know, and it was a connection. You know, again, fundamentally, it was a connection that you feel when you read something, regardless of knowing where it's coming from. It, it is kind of like you know, 
when people have moments of enlightenment, you know, or people have moments of pure bliss, you know, you might not always know where it's coming from. You might think you know sometimes, like, I'm sure you thought those were mine, but that's not where, or the, the basis of it. Yeah. Well, I just take the book, but there's something in chapter 19, on page 19, it says, a pessimist see the difficulty in every opportunity, and an optimist see the opportunity in every difficulty. Winston Churchill. But as we're talking about the glass, I want to play this one song because I think you like this one song and it has to okay. do me, with this cup you listen to yard sound don't touch that dial it is reggae time listen to this one song by Bushman talk about fill my cup he said when he was young all he wanted to do is sing and he asked the father to give him everything and he just asked him to fill the cup just like my poet was saying it's just about the glass you might call it a glass you might call it a cup you might call it a container but no matter what it is because you see in that glass or in that cup, if you consider yourself a liquid, whatever shape the glass is, whether it's flat, round, once you get in there, you take that shape. So one of the things that I can suggest, make sure the shape of the glass is exactly the shape you want to become. Because if it's a destructive shape, that's what you become. You listen to your sound. Don't touch that dial. It is reggae time. Hey, 
Bushman said, and it's so funny that even this is one of Rebecca favorite artists, maybe one time. I hope it still is. But Bushman, you know, fill my cup and let it overflow. And when it overflow with joy, because the only way you can be happy, you have to first happy with yourself and to make anyone happy. And I have this one thing here that what is um Desmond Tutu says, happiness is when I see other people happy. Happiness is, is not just a, a thing of self, but when you can feel the joy from other people, it enhances your happiness. But poetry, there was, there was something that I see in page, on page 20 and 23, and it was talking about, it seemed like it has to do, I constantly move in and out of hunger and disgust. I feel it in my stomach. I feel it in my heart. I want to take what is offered to me, but it is only leave me feeling ill. It seemed like even that whole concept, it seemed like it's talking about a struggle of self. And even to people have a lot of pride nowadays that even when they want something and it is given to them, they reject it. And that is why you find a lot of people still suffering 
because they will call on God because we're all a creation of the, the Almighty God and He's always there for us. And a lot of times when you ask Him for something, He really wants to know that you really want it and He will provide it for you. But don't try to take it on your terms. If you want it on your terms, ask Him on your terms. And if He give it to you, that's the way he think it's supposed to be. Because we have no control. We have no control. But that one part of it, it seemed like it was more like of a struggling kind of a situation. And that's how I interpret it. I don't know if you want to elaborate on it. Uh, once again, that is from a different author that contributed to the book. So I cannot speak on behalf of them. But I definitely, as far as the basis of what you're talking about, when people having that struggle, like, you said there is a lot of pride in this world right now and with a lot of pride comes a lot of shame shame mm -hmm. and, and with, even with the pride even people don't necessarily realize that right off the bat though because when someone's walking around pride prideful down the street you know they see other people and that's the thing right there they see other people they don't feel that connection they just want to say you know what i have you know what i have the way i walk you know with the car i drive and I think that is one of the things that is distancing, you know. Like we were, you were talking about earlier, earlier, the planet is on the pinnacle of this huge changing point, you know. And a lot of a lot of religions, you know, I don't know too much about Rastafari, but the ring they always talk about one, one love, you know, one love. And that one love is really significant because it's it's you love for yourself, as I feel like it is, and one love for the one people, you know, one destiny. We're all going to the same place, you know. We all came from the same place. So we have to realize that we're all the same in order to have no pride behind that. Because once, once you can take down that barrier of self-pride, you know, you should have pride for as a people, you know, and not just because, oh, I'm proud I live in the United States, but as the, glo as the global people, the pride should be there. What do you think, in your estimation, that caused people to have pride? From, in my estimation mm -hmm. of... I think it has to do a lot with attachment and a lot of different views of where people have attachment. For example, pride is something that is learned. You know, like I read this book, uh, Mutant Message Down Under, that uh, Charles actually had me read. And what they said is when there's, a, a, it's about abor the Aboriginal culture. You know, they say when an Aboriginal child is playing with the toy, you know, and another one comes and takes the toy, you know, they say instantly, the adults, the childs feel the eyes on them, you know. So what the child will do is give the toy away. You know, they have to learn at an early age that this isn't yours, you know. Nothing we come with in this, in this planet is ours. Even our body came from the earth. So it's more know? from a respect kind of Yeah, a, a respect kind of view. And you'll see, you'll see once you can develop that in your state of mind, you won't have a problem, you know, if, oh, no, someone stole something. You know, as bad as it is, but a lot of that, a lot of that fear and a lot of that anger comes from attachment to you know worldly objects you know but i guess you can say like even in the weird like buddhist sense of you, you know you don't own anything so maybe it was their time to borrow it from you you know they might have stole it but it was their time to have it for that sense of you what inspired you to put this book together i think it it was compassion you know for for myself because I, I do too feel when one of those people that feels there's this huge change coming on in the world you know so the way i went about the book was i've been writing since i was probably you know sophomore in high school and all these times all these times i would write stuff down i don't even know what it meant sometimes you know i don't even know what was being said i just let it flow from you know from my hands to the paper 
And then after that, you know, it's like it was done. You know, it was like I shouted out the top of my lungs. It was done, and it it was over. And I felt peace. It brought that fluidity back to my thought. You know, I felt really. So calm. you wanted to do? You wanted to see if you could put it together so people can feel the same way you felt? Yeah, I wanted. To, it was it was an experiment. It's a project for me, pretty much. I wanted to share that, and through that, because I was I've never really ventured into the 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 literature community, you know, and poets and all that kind of stuff. What I, do you think? Why people are so afraid of things that is so real, so right? That, um, that's a good point. You know, I've I've always I've always thought about that. I think it's truly because, again, you know, we're kind of going back to because a lot of times when you do feel that there's something that is right in your mind, it it's might not be right in your mind. Maybe someone told you. You know, someone told me once. You know, there's a big difference between believing something. And knowing something, you, know, you can believe everything you hear, but once once you know it, like like I said, once it resonates within you, you know, no one can take that from you. Like you were saying with Rebecca earlier about, um, forgive me for the name. That's fine. Yeah, um, about the Rastafarian king. I think you know. Mm -hmm. He said, "You know your king," and I don't care what anybody says. Anybody show me. That's that's what he is to me. You know, mm -hmm. because that is something you know. You know. In, in and out, you know it in your bad times, you know it in your good times, you know it when someone's telling you that's not right, you know it when people are agreeing with you, you know, it's always with you, it's, it's forever with you, you know. Are you trying to, I know we're going to run out of time, but are you trying to, will you try to convince people when you know that an orange is an orange and they try to tell you it's a grapefruit? Would I try to convince you? Yeah, convince people. If somebody oh. trying to tell you, you're a farmer, you produce orange, and somebody oh. only know about grapefruit, and the minute they see it because it look alike, would you try to convince them? Oh, no. Like, Why I, not? Because, and, and again, like I tell a lot of people, in my, in my life, I can only speak on behalf of me, but you know, there are six billion some odd people in this world. You know? I feel like there are six billion realities. There are six billion right answers, you know? And then multiply that times everybody else, you know, every consciousness is right, you know. And you can't truly build a bridge with someone unless you tell them, you know, okay, I understand what you think, you know, and that's right for you, that is brilliant, and this is what's right for me. And then so after I meet that farm, you know, after a year of farming with him, then I might try to tell him, okay, that's an orange, you know. And then we'd, like we'd, we'd have that bridge, though. We'd have that bridge, so he could believe it all he wants and I can tell him every day and he'll he might believe me you know but he won't know that until he bites into it you know you sound like you're between Buddhist and Rasta yeah <laughs> that's exactly what you are but I'm gonna give you the last things to say and you can say it and so we can because that there might be somebody else coming after that okay okay um I just want to thank you Charles for having me on and if anybody wants a copy of the book you can go to the website yardsound.com earthcultureroots.com you can actually email me directly um, mm -hmm. glasslessminds at gmail.com or glasslessminds.wordpress.com and I'll be more than happy to sh I've shipped books um, overseas so I, even if you're not from around locally I can ship them to you let me know how many you want and uh, I'll make them for you so definitely thank you guys I want to thank you for coming on and, and I just want to thank the audience and like I said, if you have something you want to contribute, if you have something you like to say, if you want to criticize, if you want to do anything, anything that you have to say or participate, it is not a pleasure for me, but it will be an inspiration to many. But as always, take a little time to work. It is the price of success. 
Take time to think, it's the source of power. Take time to play, it is the secret of perpetual youth. Take time to read, it is the foundation of wisdom. Take time to worship, it's the highway to reverence. Take time to be friendly, it is the road to happiness. Take time to love and be loved, it is the privilege of the Almighty God. So until next week, tell a friend, break off your dial and yard sound. And this is your host, Ross Charles. Every Wednesday from 7 until 10, you listen to Yard Sound. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to be. 